It's the DFIFT Podcast! So, uh, yeah, bridges, DeFi, DeFi bridges, uh, cryptocurrency. We have a couple of subject matter experts with us here. Uh, Vlad Ignat, I uh, don't know if you guys want to give us a, a brief introduction. Brief introduction about bridges. Oh, oh not brief. Oh, just to yourself or what, you, what you've been up to. Oh. I'm just putting you on the spot, basically. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, we 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 just we just saw awful, awful evidence about stuff that's happening. How can we help uh, somehow somebody, you know, avoid those uh, traps? Yeah. Uh, okay. Hi, hi guys. Uh, I'm Vladislav. So uh, for those who are in Preton, so you know me already probably. So uh, I'm leading the device of governance in the Preton, and uh, each Thursday you. There is a brilliant chance to join uh, our weekly call and discuss the major DeFi topics uh, and major DeFi events that happen to Freetonic Assistant, not only. Yeah, uh, so uh, I'm also uh, CEO of Broxus, uh, which is one of the developers for Freeton. And we uh, developed the Ethereum bridge uh, to Freeton and also ADEX, uh, Chrome wallets and, and some other stuff that you may may find useful. Yeah, Ignat, uh, Ignat, say a couple of words about you. Yeah, I'm like a, just a, a guy to to speak about complicated things, about that boring stuff, like this impermanent losses, liquidity pools, and this kind of. Thing. <laughs> also, I'm like a defi defi jury. Uh, and um, I'm I'm giving bad marks for, for all, of, all of the community, uh, but I think that it is. Um, I think that it is experience for them. <laughs> okay. yeah, Ignat, Ignat is so shy. In fact, Ignat is, is one of the leading experts in the DeFi community, and uh, he knows hell a lot about uh, what uh, what about DeFi and how is it working. He knows such a ton of different protocol names that I never heard of. <laughs> and he can explain almost any concept uh, from the economics and technical standpoint. Because so, I lost money there. Yeah, <laughs> actually. So I, I think that'll he, teach he, anyone he, anything. He, he knows all these names that you pronounce earlier by heart. <laughs> no better, te no better teacher than losses. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, some painful memories in there for you, buddy. Yeah, basically, we good, invested good. In it, so like it's so we are in uh, amount is six million. <laughs> good to have you with us. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Amazing Thank to you. join. So basically, I'm a portfolio manager in the um, Warp Capital. So we manage in uh, capital in dot. In DeFi space, in, in all of the networks, so in we actively engaged in Freeton because it is the best place um, to be in 2021. Yeah. Wait and see 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I say baby steps, baby steps. Wait until the baby grows. It agrees. Well, guys, I guess the biggest question on the minds of our listeners is there is like this famous bridge in the city of Tonbridge just outside of Kent, UK. Are, are you guys kind of related somehow with the Tonbridge thing and, and the bridge? And just talk to us. Are there any sponsorship oh. deals lined up with Tonbridge Angels? <laughs> <laughs> and like, what, what did you guys smoke when you were on the bridge in Tonbridge? 
when you launch this whole or, thing. Yeah. Or <laughs> like, Simon what is falling down, falling down. <laughs> Not ours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so, so many questions. So what, what was the first one? <laughs> you're, you're saying what, everyone at once. Try to keep up, Ignat. Come on. <laughs> What's the bridge? Uh, the bridge. So actually, um, is a is a special software that uh, allows you to safely transfer value from one blockchain to another. That sounds a bit complicated, but uh, in fact, it is very simple stuff. So if you have some tokens, for example, on Ethereum network like USDTs, for example. So, and uh, you don't have Tether yet uh, on the Freeton. We hope that one day he will, uh, it will come, but uh, and not for now. But, and you need those Tethers uh, in Freeton, for example. So uh, you use a chain of uh, validators called Relays who uh, lock your tokens in one network for example, in Ethereum, in our case, and then they transfer uh, and emit the special event in the Freeton, uh, minting the same amount of tokens uh, as you have locked in the vault on the other side. And uh, that's pretty much works in, in the other direction. So uh, um, some of you may have already seen uh, double tons on Uniswap. So that's, that's exactly the thanks to, to the bridge. Uh, that lets uh, to transfer this value to Ethereum network. Uh, yeah. So, but how does it help investors avoid the stories like we just heard and and much more? Uh, you know about uh, you know the Mavericks owner, uh, famous uh, billionaire, recently you know lost uh, a lot of money on the project called Iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was well publicized uh, here in the U.S. Um, how does that new technology that, thanks to you guys, became possible? How does it help uh, investors? Uh, in fact, right now, uh, most of the value of the DeFi ecosystem is uh, is an Ethereum network and uh, layer two networks like Polygon, for example. Uh, so all of them are EVM compatible, and uh, if Investors uh, want to discover new blockchains, so definitely they need somehow to to get into those bridges. And uh, normally there is not a well-developed gateways to access such bridges uh, at the moment. So that's where uh, interchain bridges uh, step in place. Uh, speaking about the safety and security, so uh, that's that's pretty cr- uh, the most crucial part of the whole bridge. So uh, and it it is a, in fact a decentralized application that is uh, pretty similar to how Freeton works, and uh, the number of those validators who are transferring the value from one uh, chain to another, so. Uh, they are absolutely independent and uh, should not uh, and well, they they do not uh, depend on each other and uh, if there is a consensus the value is transferred actually. Uh, as for now for example uh, the ethereum uh, to freeton bridge so is uh, it passes the second uh, wave of the audit. And uh, after that, so it will uh, step in the fully decentralized stage uh, 
controlled by DAO, uh, set, a set of smart contracts. And uh, I should explain what DAO is, probably, or not. Everyone knows. Well, you know, I think maybe for, since this is more of a sort of casual kind of meetup, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah DAO actually is, is a simple concept that uh, yet is very powerful. Uh, it uh, actually says that uh, the bridge itself, or not only bridge or any other DeFi, DeFi pro protocol, so is controlled not by a single entity, but rather by a smart contract. And this smart contract in its own uh, has uh, signatories in, uh, for it that can tell this uh, DAO system if this event is true or not. So in, if uh, the majority of uh, those signatories say that the event is true, then DAO just does something. For example, it uh, mints some tokens or it changes the settings of, of the protocol or something else. Uh, it means that uh, uh, a single person cannot affect the, uh, the stability of the protocol. Uh, of course, uh, when the protocol is young and, and uh, the number of such signatories is uh, limited, there is a way to, to attack this. Yeah, for example, if all of the signatories are controlled by uh, a single entity, like this is exactly for what some bridges have been criticized actively. Um, but later, as the number of such uh, validators uh, grow, so uh, in fact, it uh, becomes more and more independent, and it is uh, harder uh, to to break in. So that's uh, exactly what we say when uh, Freeton reached uh, 400 uh, plus validators. So uh, that's what we call deal decentralized. Yeah, if I pronounce it correctly, uh, exactly in the same manner. So. Yeah, I want to know uh, who was responsible for the naming system out of you guys. Uh, I believe once you passed 400, it was all based on the Fight Club system, wasn't it? Sorry? That would be Mita. Was that you, Mita, who uh, chose all the Fight Club, uh, Fight Club references for it's the not, stages of decentralization? It, it, it's, it's not all the Fight Club references. Yeah, he also chose an SE Hitten. Yeah, it's here. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he confessed. He confessed. <laughs> well, I, I did that, of course. But uh, <laughs> well, course. You, could, you, could, you, could, you could imagine, right? But it's not all Fight Club references. There was, there was just one Fight Club reference. And the rest is a different movie. By the way, we can, fish, have, yes. we can have a quiz. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I answered it already. I gave oh, that's you fine. That's I, I fine. I I but that's no, not the only one. Who, which is which is the third one, Ben? Oh, shit, you put me on a spot. I don't. I don't remember. Oh my god. I'll be me. honest. I, I, Regent I Bow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who said that? Who said that? <laughs> it's me. Yeah, Regent Bow. Of me. course. Of course, it's Regent Bow. Which oh, Raging Bull. Great, well, yeah, Raging great Bull, right. Scorsese movie with De Niro, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, here you go. It's a three fighting movies, right? Which goes also defines different generations. So here you go. Something for everybody to go and think about. That was <laughs> I said it all, nothing to think about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> regarding so regarding DAOs, maybe so it, it may be just to put it in sort of layman's terms, right? So in a way. Correct me if I'm wrong, Vlad. So in a way, what it essentially is, it's kind of like a, if we could take an escrow attorney and turn him into a computer, turn him into a technology. And not only that, but where the escrow attorney was a million of them, 
So essentially, it's like an escrow where um, nothing happens until certain things are done. That's what the smart contract does. And where there are lots and lots and lots and lots of different people located in lots of different places that verify whether or not that thing was actually done. Absolutely, yeah. To break it down more for the layman even more, is it anything like Skynet? <laughs> it's, really, it's a really good question. Ignatz, correct us? far away. That would be for the conspiracy theorists. It's far away. It's far away from that. I mean, the problem with this is um, is the question of like, how do you slash and uh, how do you control the slashing and who like who controls the slashing and also like how really decentralized this bridge decision-making is of the oracles, right? That That's the really the security questions you need to ask. Yeah. Ron, Ron asked me to, to be casual, otherwise I could answer in the technical <laughs> terms. <laughs> I have answers. Actually, or I'll try to answer. interpret what I can and yeah. Yeah, and fact, then we can put it in conspiracy terms with Ben, and then we <laughs> we'll get to the flat Earth later. I think first uh, we need we need to uh, translate what slashing is. So it yeah, actually, I was going to say just that. Yeah, what, is, you, is, what is, is slashing exactly? Slashing is is a punishment of those validators who who do bad things. For example, they uh, start saying something that is not true or confirming uh, events that shouldn't be confirmed. Uh, so in this case, uh, in bridge DAO, so it is uh, pretty much a proposal system. So when uh, anyone who is holding enough, enough stake uh, of the special governance tokens, uh, they are named bridge, uh, can propose the slashing of a certain uh, relay validator. So and if the majority of uh, of relays uh, or not relays, but token holders, in fact. So they agreed to do so. So the, this relay will lose his stake, and it's it's quite a significant one. For the example, simple majority, fifty-one percent. Uh, I don't remember if uh, in details, uh, but it is a some some kind of majority. I don't remember which one exactly. Uh, and uh, just is it say, is it is it proportional to the stake, or it's just proportional to the number of nodes? No, no, no. Uh, uh, you mean the decision? Yeah. It's, it's proportional to the stake, of course, yeah. Yeah, so, and uh, to become a relay validator, so uh, as of now, for the start of the DAO, so you need already to lock uh, at least uh, 100,000 uh, bridge tokens. So you should participate in the auction for this. And only 100 of the best bids will become relay validators. And uh, these stakes are locked in, uh, as soon as you start uh, participating in the auction, these stakes are locked for a month. So, and if within this month you did bad things, so someone wanted to slash you so, and everyone agreed, you just lose the stake and it's been you know, redistributed uh, among uh, all the all, all, all stakers of these tokens. So- How's it decided if you do something bad though? How? How does this come up? Like, if well, for, for, for example, uh, if uh, one of these validators decides to say to the, to the DAO, oh, I see that someone uh, locks $1 million uh, from uh, Ethereum side. Let, let's mean them uh, $1 million in Krypton. So uh, that's exactly the situation that we try to avoid. And that's exactly for what the selection is, uh, is designed. Um, 
otherwise uh, you would get one million dollar uh, value in Krypton that is not backed up by anything. I, I've got a suggestion if I can. So you could Absolutely. call the, this protocol, you could call it the life of Brian protocol. As in, he, he's not the messiah, he's a very naughty relay. Ah, the Life of Brian <laughs> protocol, I love that. <laughs> Which one? No, Sorry? No. I'm not yeah. it's, it's a reference to Monty Python. Uh, Monty oh, okay, I, I, I'm not Brian. really familiar with him, with his versions. Uh, yeah. oh, you, should, you should definitely check out the old Monty Python movies. If you, if you take one thing home from this podcast, Vlad. Ask me when last time I, I uh, had a British chance to, to watch the movie. <laughs> classic British comedy, old yeah. school style, the way the way it should have always been. British humor in at its best. Okay, so called British humor. Okay. <laughs> the other thing is like so um, uh, when we're talking about uh, staking, what we're really talking about, like the word staking, like for the layman, what we're talking about is money investment, investing actual money, right? Yeah. Um, in fact, what what's taking is that you just bring your governance tokens and log them for a certain period of time. Uh, you do this because uh, the bridge, when it operates, so it manages its liquidity that is locked there. So it puts its part of this liquidity in a safe, uh, well, what we can, can call safe and encrypted role, but the most safe. Uh, Places that earn some interest on them, like Compound or Aave, for example, in Ethereum. And uh, uh, this revenue is distributed between uh, those who staked the, the bridge tokens. Let's talk about that. Wait a second. Let's talk about that. Why do you need the governance token if you're already paying, uh, I guess, if you're already paying, like, why do you need um, to? Um, add something on top of the like the interest to pay uh on top of the uh, revenue that you're already get, getting from the uh from the like uh, you know uh, exchange that's going on why do you need yeah. the governance tokens yeah. for, uh, interest? First, of, first of all uh the revenue comes in different forms so it can uh, come in the dozens of different coins and if you want to transfer uh, these coins uh, vice, uh, from Ethereum to the Torn or vice versa, so it will be a, a huge operational cost. That's why uh, it is um, uh, these coins, first of all, uh, will be exchanged to one form, for example, some stable coin like UTQ, UTC, and uh, later on it will be exchanged to the bridge uh, tokens themselves that will. First of all, organically push the, the price of the token up. And also, uh, in this form, it will be distributed to the bridge uh, token holders that uh, stake is uh, in the staking. Oh, I, I still don't understand. Do you pay an interest on this governance tokens? First question. Yeah. Can I just step in? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, let's do a step step back. So basically, a bridge is, a, is an operating business. And it, uh, its revenue goes from the interest generated on the reserves in Ethereum, in Triton, and in all other networks that will be will have. So basically, uh, so somebody needs to decide on investment policy of this business, where these reserves are going. So basically, governance tokens are these votes in this political institute to decide 
like where this uh, where this revenue goes from. I understand so, that. I understand it. My question about economics now: um, Does a governance token has any additional minting like interest? on top of the interest that they get from the operations. No. So no. Okay, so it's only operational income that comes yeah. into the value of the tokens. Great, perfect. So, That's so my question. Have, so you have uh, your operating income, uh, but you pay like uh, staking amounts. So you pay dividends in terms of like uh, governance tokens because you buy back them from market. So in order to like uh, unify the dividends. So we have oper operating income, so DAO buy back the government from the market and then distributes government tokens to the state. Understood, understood. So, but, but, but the, my question was very simple. Yeah. Is, is it any kind of... Um, you mute, guys, mute before you move the... Guys, please mute. <laughs> um, no, my question was simply that. Do, do, do you like uh, inflate your token supply... No, uh, no, no, it's okay. fixed. Okay. It, yeah, it right. will not increase. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can I ask like a very simple kind of analogy based question then? <clears throat> so, so you call it a governance token. Uh, to run with the metaphor, obviously, Tunbridge is a bridge between Freeton and Ethereum. The, the, the governance token could be equated to decision making of the, the toll booth mechanisms. I mean, what, what kind of big decisions are there to vote upon with, with a bridge, uh, essentially? Actually, there are um, three. You have to run with the bridge analogy. <laughs> I joke, I joke. Okay, okay, let, let, let's do uh, from the bridge analogy. Yeah, so you have the bridge uh, across the river. Yeah, so you have the uh, controlling post on one side and on the other side, yeah. And if this post says, okay, today we let uh, in only only bikes, yeah. So uh, and on, only those that are issued uh, after year two thousand and fifteen of re red color with three wheels and I'm only one passenger i'm not sure the people of tunbridge would appreciate that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but, but this is the analogy yeah so uh, you let in only one specific uh, type of uh, type of cars uh, to, to pass then uh, the holders of this bridge uh, tokens say look um, we would like to to see uh, some uh, i don't know Porsche on the other side yeah, so, and uh, we, we want to run this Porsche uh, on the other bank of the river. And they vote that, okay, now it's allowed to, to transfer Porsche across this bridge. But uh, one day they can say, oh no, uh, th those Porsches are so loud. So they, they uh, don't let us sleep. So let, let's stop this and let's, let's uh, forbid transferring Porsches across the bridge. I bet they're a danger to all the cyclists as well. Yes, yes, but uh, so uh, and or cyclists uh, to Porsches. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually uh, one type of decisions that they take about the tokens that they transfer. So about adding those tokens and removing those tokens from the bridge. Uh, so the bridge actually controls what flows in and out. Actually, the second type uh, of decisions that are made by uh, bridge token holders is saying about analogy. Um, how much do you charge, for example, for, for passing uh, across the bridge? So is it $1 per, per one transfer or is it uh, $1,000 per, 
or or maybe you just pay uh, pay something on top if you if you uh, go in one direction and uh, charge something if you go uh, go back. Uh, all this stuff is uh, also controlled. It's called bridge settings, and uh, those settings uh, are in fact uh, controlled by smart contracts. And uh, when someone makes a proposal, he actually uh, deploys a smart contract that will uh, be changing the state of the bridge settings. And it will be called by the DAO set of contracts if the majority of uh, bridge token holders agrees that this proposal should go. Uh, the, and the third type of decision is about uh, when the back where guys put the coins to cross the bridge, yeah, so uh, it, it becomes full. So, or maybe it's the end of the month and everyone wants to, to buy some flowers to their wives or something. So they say, okay, guys, let's re let's distribute uh, uh, this, this back with money. So, uh, and uh, someone who has enough rich tokens, the, the, a reputable person, let's call it uh, in a sense, yeah, says, okay, I propose to distribute it uh, like this. Uh, let's take uh, not all money from this bag, but let's take um, two thirds and uh, just distribute uh, among those uh, bridge token holders. So these are th three main types of decisions that are taken actually by bridge token holders. Uh, and some specific ones like updating of, of, uh, of DAO contracts and bridge contracts, uh, maybe some forks of this bridge uh, or something that may happen in the future we cannot foresee it now, for example. But uh, all of these questions will be controlled by by voting and by the by proposals. Brilliant illustration. I, I think I, it's one. I, I would I would say you are too serious for this podcast. <laughs>